we'll see what you do now. <laughs> okay, welcome to I Do Declare. I'm Lindsay. I'm Bobby. And our guest today is Melissa Velez, and she is the program assistant in the psych department. Melissa, tell us a little bit about you. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I, um, I'm part of the undergraduate advising team, so I get to just work with everyone who comes into the office thinking about the majors, the minors, uh, thinking about careers and stuff in general, becoming part of the community. Um, and I love it because I get to uh, work with faculty that I've worked with in the past. Um, also, I've been here um, as a professional staff person, I would say, uh, for like almost nine years now. So I've worked across the campus, um, other academic departments, also the graduate school and the center of pedagogy. So I get to bring in some of that overall knowledge of just the years that I've been here and think about the the different areas the student might not know to ask and let them know like, hey, I think that this might actually have a connection with this. Or if you think about this now, later on you could be set up in the future for X, Y, and Z opportunities. And then I will direct them over to um, you know, faculty advisors, uh, the advisors in CHSS, um, who are awesome by the way. Um, they have been so incredibly welcoming with me. Uh, I actually started this position back in late May. So although I've been on campus for nine years, this is part of my first year of just hitting the ground running with 1,800 majors and minors. <laughs> <laughs> so you have been a Red Hawk for a for very a long, long time. time. Mm -hmm. I have. I Before I came back as professional staff, I worked in online medical education for a number of years, and I also worked with the Perlman School of Medicine in this with UPenn. Uh, and then before that, I was actually a Red Hawk doing my undergrad here, two majors and a minor because I couldn't pick anything. And I, feel I that. Yeah, right? <laughs> I feel bad. Like, I couldn't just say yes to one thing, so I was like, I'm going to look like the It's Always Sunny from Philadelphia meme where I'm going to do the conspiracy theory with all the yarn and, like, look at it and be like, okay, this course matches with this course and this other course. Claire I can do this. Land. Yes, I'm like, I can do this. And stay within my 120 credits and get to know everyone. Like, so, what, what were your majors? Um, so I've been haunting the halls of Dixon for since then. I'm not going to say what year. Um, <laughs> it, I was a double major with women's studies when it was just women's studies before mm -hmm. it was all the wonderful things that now I'm like, oh, man, I really want to like take those classes that were not part of my major. Um, because now they do uh, like, uh, gender sexuality, gender sexuality. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh. Yeah. oh my God, it's my bread and butter, love it. Um, and I was a uh, double major with women's studies and English. So I loved um, being part of the English program and I had a minor in Latin American Latino studies. So I got uh, to know CHSS programs. I also worked in the building as a student assistant, mm -hmm. um, along with being a student assistant in other areas of the campus, like the Women's Center um, in the in the student center. So I got to know the Dean of Students office and uh, got to know the SGA and balance like three jobs and studies wow. and all of that. So I was awful at it at times and other times were better and it was just a learning experience. But honestly, I was a first generation bodega kid from Jersey City who had no clue. I basically had to say, I have to deep dive in here because I have no clue. It was the opposite of, instead of standing in the sidelines and not knowing, I was like, I'm just gonna try to get into everything because I really don't know what I'm doing. And I just kept tell, telling people, I don't know exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> so please help, you know, like, you know, mm -mm, with like just lights. You just kind of be like, oh please gosh. help, please help. 
That's amazing. I think that's true of a lot of our pre-major students yet too, who haven't who have not declared a major. Mm-hmm. In that there are so many things that they're interested in, so Just they sort it. of have the Just analysis paralysis it. of they don't know what to do <laughs> because they want to do so many different things and they don't know exactly what path to be on. Mm-hmm. So this is great. Now you've heard it here first. We have a CHSS expert on our hands. <laughs> like the oh, poster no. child of <laughs> CHSS is now the one-stop shop for psychology. It's amazing. Gracias, gracias. So tell us about the students in the psych major. I'm assuming you work very closely with with psych students. You interface with them a lot. Yeah, I do. I do. So what do those students look like? What is a psych student here at Montclair like? Everybody. It's that the beauty of it is, is that psychology encompasses everyone. So we have students that um, are looking at it from the clinical perspective and therapy and human services perspective. We have students that are going into uh, industrial organizational psychology who somehow learned about it and realized, oh, my gosh, there's an intersection of business and psychology. Forensic psychology interested students, which is like the intersection of psychology and law enforcement. You know, just, you know, like Mindhunter, like that's like a very small area of <laughs> forensic psychology. Uh, so, but it's the one that gets like the most amount of press, right? So that's mm-hmm. a, it's yeah, a very small. Everybody loves SVU. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Loves that. True it's, crimes, gotta love it. Yeah. It's not exactly like that, I've been told. You know, <laughs> but at the same time, like there are elements of it that um, I think are true for some students and they just kind of hear some of these terms for the first time and then realize that there is a dramatization about all of that because of course it has to be a program that people will continue to come Mm -hmm. back to Uh, but at the same time there are some elements there that just kind of catch their you know their eye Um, and all of a sudden there'll be students that are interested in that area just taking the classes and see what it's actually like and that's sometimes just enough like it sparks your curiosity and at the end of the day that's what we're doing overall, I think, in our lives. And psychology students, that's what they're doing. Some of them are following their curiosity. Some of them have a set plan. Some of them are like, I think I'm just interested in this. And they're just going to follow that for a class and see what happens and ask the professor. And just, it doesn't have to be a huge thing. It's basically what I'm trying to say here. And we have everyone from, I have the next 10 years mapped out to the, I have no clue, please help. And I'm like, oh, good. I remember what that, what that was like. And I appreciate the fact that you're telling me that, you know, that you have no clue. Because sometimes like, you just keep that to yourself and, like, you're knee-deep in shame. <laughs> and then that's just not a place to, like, get out of that. Like, there's no way that you can move forward, like, I think, knee-deep in shame sometimes. And I think it's just really nice to hear someone who says, oh, yeah, I remember that. If you're not having some kind of a breakdown in the middle of your four years, I don't know what you're doing. Seriously. Like, what are you doing? Oh, man. Um, Very tweet. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, let's say you graduate with a BA in psychology. I think a question that we get from a lot of our students is, what can I do with a BA in psychology? Oh my goodness, so many things. You can continue on to your graduate studies. You can continue into some of the human services fields. Um, fun fact that uh, New Jersey is the top paying state for the highest paying position related to psychology. And what? that's true for both the bachelor's and master's. Uh, so a lot of students you know, will be able to um, use like the transferable skills that they learned in psychology and be able to go onto whatever site that they're on or network with their peeps and be able to just apply for a number of things, a number of things that may relate to their internship that they learned through the psychology major, uh, related to the organizations that they worked with, 
here on and off campus, I mean, like, really the sky's the limit. It can be, it can be so many things, including teacher education. I mean, we have mm. three teacher certifications. So some students say, I, I want to, I want to do, I, I want to be a psychology major, but I also want to do teaching. And then they think it's like in scarcity, um, kind of, you know, terms. And they think that it's either or, but not both. And it's like, no, 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 there's no scarcity here. There's only abundance. So, uh, it's psychology major with the K six, which is elementary school teacher certification. There's also one with, uh, social studies, which is pre K through grade 12, you know, so it's, uh, that level, that's a huge age range. And then we also have like the combined BA MAT. So the MAT is a master's of arts in teaching. Um, and that would include the K six elementary school along with the fact that it's combined, it also includes the teacher of students with disabilities. So you're getting so much out of your psychology major in so many different areas. You could just do the regular major, quote unquote, just the regular major, and it's still these amazing opportunities. And we build in so many things that you can take advantage of. Um, there can be a BA, uh, BA MA program, uh, program, actually. The BA MA program is psychological sciences. So you can do the combined bachelor's with master's for that area of research. You could do the BA MBA program, which is the bachelor's of psychology that leads into the MBA, which is the master's of business administration. And I'm probably forgetting a couple of things, uh, but I would honestly say that there's so many things that students can take advantage of uh, in the areas of like neuroscience too. Sometimes I don't think about that. And I get a lot of students also that are wanting to look into occupational therapy, nursing, and a number of the health um, you know, professions. Yeah. They'll come to they'll come to us and I'll make sure that they know about medical humanities as well. Mm -hmm. Because I worked with Dr. Gatchwell, you know, shout out to him, uh, for a good number of years when I worked for modern languages and literatures and linguistics in Schmidt Hall. And and he was amazing to work with, and I and I just felt like the you know that, that kind of like love in terms of the mentorship and that kind mm -hmm. of like support, um, and because I love CHSS, I'm like, hey, if we're not your first, like if we're not your major, I completely understand this. Like, but you can still have a psychology minor that helps take you places. Like, it can be a strategic opportunity for you to do prerequisites for the future. So some of our programs at the at the master's level don't require you to have a bachelor's in psychology. It's nice and all. But if that's not going to be able to be possible, what are the prerequisites and how can we fit those in into your 120 credits? Now tell us more about the psych minor. Psych minor. Mm -hmm. So the psych minor, 18 credits, there's two required courses, and then you would pick at least four electives. Um, total of, again, total of 18 credits. However, if you are using it as a strategic opportunity, you're going to potentially go over by a little bit, but you can go over by a little bit and still take care of your basis in the sense of still finding out what psychology is all about with the introduction, the stats and the research, the experimental, and still being able to cover some of the, you know, the different classes that you're kind of interested in. Um, and at the same time, be able to potentially work with some of the, of the professors in a, like a research lab, which is an opportunity mm -hmm. that we extend overall. So it just depends on what you would like to do and how you would like to go forth. What and, do you mean when that. you say this, if you're being strategic about it? Oh, yes. So strategic would mean that, I guess because when I worked at the graduate school, I saw that people would come in and they would say, you know, I, I realized that I fell in love with this. So this is a couple, like, this is a good number of years, like, not just a couple, but sometimes five, ten years down the road, which is like, wow, it's like, what am I going to be like when I'm like 32? How old is that? <laughs> 
Um, but later on, I mean, you're going to get there, knock on wood, and, and your life may be completely different. You mm -hmm. have been in the workforce. You want to come back. Maybe you want to come back before then. But if you're making a career change in particular, you want to leave the door open for graduate studies. And it's never too early. And I don't care if no one's ever talked to you about it before. Anyone can look at their program and and look at their GPA and strategically work at it so that they can leave a door open for graduate studies. You don't have to have the highest GPA in the world mm -hmm. for many graduate programs, but I never want to hear someone to say, well, I'm just not that kind of student. It's like, trust me, you can be. You can leverage your resources and you can be strategic. There's never scarcity in this. There's, there never is. And 18 credits, really, that's, that's not that bad. Yeah, that's six classes. But so that is a, a quick minor to be able to have mm -hmm. in your back pocket at the end of the day, too. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I mean, again, with those transferable skills with psychology, that that includes how to ethically look at, you know, statistics and research and how to be able to apply it and read it and the experimental portion and getting to know people's motivation, getting to work with people, just depending on the classes that you choose as part of the minor, you get to bring something that you can, like, later on leverage and you get to meet the different networks. So your major, your minor, and whoever else you're working with, those are different students in the classrooms, different professors that you can talk to, different research opportunities, internship opportunities. There's so many opportunities and you don't ever have to, I guess, feel bad about saying like, hey, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm kind of interested. I mean, that's like the best conversation to have. It's like, hey, I wanna know more. And I'll be like, great, let's go on very well mind and take this quiz that looks like a BuzzFeed quiz about <laughs> what area of psychology you should get, get into and ask you what your favorite movie is. And I was like, yes, please. Like, it's not going to be a boring conversation. I would, I, I would just be sad if that was a boring conversation. And no one ever gives me a boring conversation. I love people. I really do. Again, bodega kid from Jersey City. I believe in, I believe in community learning. And, and I will talk to everybody. So, we love it. Love that. We love that. That's amazing. Yes, yes, thank you. So you said that this minor would be good for anyone that's exploring or wants to be strategic oh, yes. in their studies. And I know that psychology has a lot of classes that also dip into some general education requirements. Yes. Do these classes also count towards the minor? Yes. Love that. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, so what I love about the Gen Ed is I, like, I think about it as, like, the song, like, Be Our Guest, because it's, like, you're basically have an opportunity to be a guest in a field and you're getting to know a little bit about it and it's a great opportunity to get like this broad brushstroke of just kind of knowing what it looks like overall and depending on the week you get to know a little bit about certain areas of it and it's a lot of our professors say take a look at the syllabus what week were you super excited about psych 101 you know what week were you super excited for uh, psychology of leadership 294 so those are just two of them we also have four classes I would say I think in world cultures if I remember correctly um, so that would take care of that too so I always tell students I was like if you're getting close to the end and you're concerned you're going to go over the 120 what can we double dip mm -hmm. what can we take there that Give it's a something extra mm -hmm. what's a class that you could strategically take to fulfill one of these requirements and also maybe a requirement if you do decide to add this major or this minor um, I'm thinking in particular of leadership development through civic engagement. So that's a minor that two of our professors in psychology uh, take care of, uh, Drs. Bragger and Sessa. And that's really interdisciplinary. Like they'll go into management classes, communication studies classes, psychology classes. I'm like, 
That would have been such a good minor for me to have. There's You're so much full already. <laughs> There's so much double take. When do majors and minors <laughs> slow down? Yes. But you can tell, like, I'm super excited when I see that these students are taking these classes. And it has a built-in um, internship opportunity. So one of, like, those last classes has the internship opportunity. And some students have combined so many different areas. Like, I, I just get really excited when I see that someone follows something and they get into it, they keep walking with it, they keep talking, and then they just kind of go with it until all of a sudden it just goes and it mixes together in this program, in this internship opportunity, in this, you know, interview. I mean, I've gotten a lot of people that tell me that, and I'm just super excited for them. I'm like, go forth and prosper. Live long and, like, live long and prosper. <laughs> so if an, a pre-major student mm -hmm. wants to sort of dip a toe into the psych pool, mm -hmm. but they also want to make sure One they're... Toe. Just one toe, their pinky toe into mm -hmm. the psych pool. But they want to make sure they're also covering some ground when it comes to taking, it will also fulfill a gen ed, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. Some classes in that area would be Intro to Psych, which is Psych 101. Mm -hmm. Intro and to Psych 101, that would be for minors. That would be for minors, mm -hmm. okay. For, for the majors, we want them to expand. Yeah, you want to be fully... We, we want them to expand in that one area, yes, absolutely. But actually, we have a lot of CHSS programs love them um, where they where these are pro uh, where these are classes that potentially mm -hmm. could be part of a minor I feel like anthropology and psychology go mm -hmm. well together sociology and psychology so like religion there's so many different areas in those gen eds that can go really well with psychology because you have to also think about who your clients will be whether mm -hmm. you're a therapist or whether you're in IO you know IO psychology um, which is industrial organizational psychology, who will these people be? Will you know about their racial diversity, linguistic diversity, cultural diversity? Will you know all these things? And can you afford not to? Mm -hmm. um, so back to my, before, before my tangent, um, <laughs> back to your thing, you had said that um, 101 would be for the minors, yes, and it would cover the gen ed. Uh, the 294 would cover for both majors and minors. And what's and, that course called? Uh, the 294 is Psychology of Leadership. And um, RAs on campus actually have to take the course as part of their program. So yeah. a lot of students end up like saying, oh, like I, I like this. And it becomes like this thing where it's like, oh, my, my student affairs and my academic affairs are, are combining. Oh, my gosh. Like the worlds are colliding. <laughs> so it's great. I, I love it when students just kind of get that, that taste of it. Um, also for the world cultures. So when you're doing the world cultures, is it uh, Psychology of the Black Experience class that I wish I would have taken? Oh, my gosh. Can I just say that? Um, <laughs> the Latino psychology. Can you believe I never took it? My goodness. Like, you know, and I was Latin, Latin American Latino studies minor. Like, I mean, what was I doing? That was your bread and butter. What was I doing? <laughs> <sighs> so, like, now epic fail. Epic your, fail. your knowledge on to the next generation. Yes. And there's a class you should be taking. Yes, my goodness, yes. So there are a lot of options then to do some mm -hmm. double dipping, whether it be in the world cultures requirement or whether it be in, I think it's the K3, the, um, yes, the, the social, the social science. sciences, mm -hmm. Gen Ed, that you can cover too. Absolutely. Excellent. So there's a lot of classes in general education mm -hmm. that students can take to learn about psychology. There's the minor, the major. There's majors, probably like you throw a dart on campus and will probably hit a psych major because they're just everywhere. <laughs> what are some other ways that our pre-major students could learn more about psychology? I would say to 
to stop by the student organizations. I mean, the student orgs are just super cool. And because I had the SGA connection from when I was a student, like I remember um, just having it like be such a rich experience and mm -hmm. having that kind of connection to campus. So I've talked to the students that are in those orgs and said, hey, you know, like, what can I do? How can I potentially help with connecting you to the major, the minor, if you ever want to go over something in the future, we can do a walk and talk. Um, sometimes I, I don't get out of the office enough. So I was like, please take me and just have me like exercise a little bit of neuroplasticity <laughs> where I get to have like a walk and I get to like get those little neurons firing in that kind of way, get the endorphins going and we can have a conversation about that. So we could always like have a conversation. Uh, the There's like three organizations on campus, I want to say. There's active, at least for now, active, active minds. minds. Uh, there's the um, the Multicultural Psychology Scholars, and there's also the Psychology Club. And what else am I trying to think about over here? There's a couple of other SGA connections, but there's some psychology. It, there's some psychology areas. So I would say that if you're looking into multicultural psychology, take a look at the organizations on campus that deal with different areas and different um, cultures, and um, just encompass who we are in this amazing state. Other ways to get involved with psychology, dropping by like a research lab potentially and seeing what goes on there, maybe talking to someone there, uh, dropping in the drop-in center because they got some cool programming. I'm like, I'm fully into the whole mix your student affairs with your academic affairs. Also CAPS, I would definitely say uh, counseling and psychological services, get to know them on campus. And uh, there's something called the Tau app, mm -hmm. and that's free. And that's something that you should just like be downloading. Free mental health counseling. Oh. Yes. You don't have like to talk a to a person. It's app? like an app. Like you just, it's like counseling, but you don't have to like physically like look at them. They're just Siri. Yeah, you get to do like these little modules and sessions and whatnot. And I'm like, this is amazing. I could have used this when I was like knee deep in shame. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So there's a lot of different ways to connect, not only to the Absolutely. psych department, but just to psychology in general on campus. And for the student orgs that Melissa mentioned too, a great way to find them is via HawkSync. So if you go on your HawkSync, look under the organizations tab and you will find the contact information for all of those student orgs. And like Melissa said, that's a really great place to start because those are the students who are living that, who are experiencing the major right now and are really entrenched in it. So becoming entrenched in it yourself is also a great way to get to know the program. Mm -hmm. Melissa, do you have any other thoughts, any last thoughts for students who are thinking about potentially becoming a psych major? Just sit that toe and take one of the classes and it would still count toward, towards your 120 credits. I mean, there's no wrong way, I think, here. It could leave multiple opportunities for you to be able to explore that in the future if it's your jam. Otherwise, it would give you like a really good, you know, brushstroke of mm -hmm. just things that you could apply for yourself in general, for someone that you're trying to psychoanalyze because they're bothering you. <laughs> we love um, that. We love that. That's our favorite part. For, like, bringing po areas of positive psychology into your life, you know, for bringing just so many things into your life. I would just say um, it's not a bad thing to explore. It's that, I mean, that's how you end up, you know, creating change for yourself and creating paths for yourself. It's not about ruminating. It's about getting it down on paper and saying to yourself, okay, this is like my little mini plan of 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, this conversation, these questions, and then go forth and do. Sound awesome. advice. Thank you. Thank I have you learned so that from psychology. <laughs> there you go.
<laughs> well, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us. We really appreciate having you on. Thank you, thank you for much. having me. I really appreciate it. Very informative. Thank you, thank you. And I was like so nervous like in the beginning, so I just have to say that no. you like you're the best. Um, I just so everyone knows like what imposter syndrome is. Um, that's something that I still kind of have, and uh, Michelle Obama actually has it. And like if she feels like she's an imposter, like seriously, like what you're am I Michelle even doing? Obama. So there's just so many things I feel like sometimes like we just feel like we don't belong at a table, but you made me feel so much like I belong and I really appreciate you. So, and for anyone out there, that thing exists and we can talk about it in Dixon 219. Thanks so much. Thank you. Natural.